Hello, and welcome to Boo Covery, where East meets West as we learn from Buddhist psychology how to deal with mental health and health issues. And now your host, Tyler Woods. Hi, this is Tyler Woods, and welcome to Boo Covery. Catch more on Boo Covery at BooCovery.com. And what that's about is using Buddhism in, in psychology. As a psychotherapist, I do use a lot of Buddhist techniques as I am a Buddhist and I'm certified in Buddhist psychology. So I thought today would be a great day to answer a question I get often. What is Buddhist psychology? And volumes have been written, so that's huge. But I will tell you this. I will explain lightly just just a brief shadow of what it is. You know, over the years, it's helped me help people deal with the ups and downs of their life. And it helps stop suffering things like depression, anxiety, addictions, PTSD, and a host of other mental health issues and concerns. I wish I would have taken it more seriously when I was younger so I could have helped my own self as I faced a numerous uh, amount of life challenges, but it sure has helped me today as the 63-year-old that I am. And so I get that today we are living in a fear-based culture, and it affects our state of mind and the decisions that we're making. And that I've learned through Buddhism that life is not a thing that is broken and then fixed. Life is a process And we can never solve a process. We can only participate in this process. And we do that consciously or unconsciously. Now, some people will consider the Buddha who's lived for, you know, 2,500 years ago to have been the first psychologist to walk the planet. I certainly think Buddha was a psychologist before the word was even invented. And while many think Buddhism uh, is a religion, many more feel like it's a way of life or a form of psychology. And Buddhism is, is it's quite welcome in the field of psychology today. After all, Buddhist psychology is primarily about self-knowledge, finding out more about who you are, understanding your decisions, your actions, your thoughts, and your feelings. And it addresses the basis or foundation of our psychological functioning, our sense of who we are, and our relationship with us, others, and the world. Buddhism is known as a science of the mind. Basic Buddhist teachings are about practicing kindness humor, fairness, love, light, and compassion. One of Buddhist primary principles is that there should be no agenda other than to help someone and our own self, which is why I enjoy studying and using Buddhist psychology. Now I'm going to get more to the the question of what is Buddhist psychology. Basically, Buddhism encompasses the idea that a person can change any circumstance they face in life. It's meant to be a a doctrine of responsibilities and empowerment, to understand suffering, to understand attachments, to understand impermanence, 
that lead to our suffering and to be a kinder person to ourselves as well as others. Now, Buddhism gives a person a feeling like being a wave in the ocean. And rather than feeling like we're just isolated, we have to realize a wave is a wave, but it's not separate from the ocean. It's just a wave. And every drop of the water in that wave comes from that ocean. Buddhism gives a profound feeling of connectedness without loss of identity and never in terms of superiority or inferiority to others. This is so vital to Buddhist psychology. Many Buddhist psychotherapists like myself look at Buddhist psychology with three strong forces, which is um, the, the which is the three universal truths, the four noble truths, and the eightfold path. And I'm going to touch very lightly on this because there are so many books and papers written on each one of these. It could probably circle the world twice. So I'm going to keep it really simple. First, I mentioned the three universal truths of Buddhism, which is impermanence, suffering, and no self. Impermanence is the Buddhist idea that nothing is eternal. Everything in life is always changing. And understanding this can move us forward in our mental health. Everything changes. The second universal truth is suffering. Whether we realize it or not, we are the cause of our own suffering. Our desire to cling to our attachments is the cause of our suffering. It's not our desires itself that cause us to suffer. Rather, it's the feeling of dissatisfaction and discontentment when we don't get what we want. Finally, the third universal truth is non-self. Now, Buddha taught our body is not self. Our feelings are not self. Our mental constructs are not self. Our perceptions are not self, and not even our consciousness is self. When we see this, we become detached from all these things, and we become free because there is no permanent self. Okay, now I want to go to the first thing I learned about Buddhism, and that was the Four Noble Truths. Now, these Four Noble Truths are traditionally identified as the most important teachings given by the Buddha. The Four Noble Truths provide a thorough explanation of human suffering, as well as a method and a way that can lead to happiness, inner peace, and compassion. They are the truth of suffering, the truth of the cause of suffering, the truth of the end of suffering, and the truth of a path that leads to the ending of suffering. And the four noble truths are so important because it then leads us to follow the next force, which is the eightfold path. There's eight paths we can take, the right view, which is understanding suffering and its origin and how to stop it. The next one is the right intention, um, the intention of goodwill, the intention of harmlessness. Next, we have right speech, and that's abstaining from false speech, abstaining from slanderous speech, abstaining from things like idle chit-chat and gossip. Next, we have the right action, 
abstaining from taking your life, abstaining from stealing, basically just being a good person. Do no harm. The next one is livelihood, giving up wrong livelihood, earning one's living by the right form. Then we have the right effort, which is um, the, to, to, the effort to develop a wholesome state, the effort to maintain yourself as an honest, wholesome person. Right mindfulness would be to be mindful, to be mindful at contemplating your feelings, um, mindful at is is being this is I think the most important part of the eightfold path and then we have the right concentration the four stages of meditation um, but I would ask you that you study these three things and learn a little bit more about them um, there's plenty on the internet and a ton of books on them. The main aim of Buddhism and psychology is to examine how the human mind becomes the root cause of suffering and how it can be addressed. And Buddhist psychology helps us look at the end of suffering or at least attempt to end suffering. I believe the entire purpose of Buddhist psychology is that there's a freedom and a happiness and it can it could happen with just ending our suffering. One last thing I want to add that is much of Buddhist psychology. It's about paying attention to the present moment, being non-judgmental and having compassion towards others um, and especially for yourself. And while I'm talking about this, I want to look at the popular belief that um, is being tossed out everywhere that... Um, being mindful means we're tossing everything out, and that's not true. It's not about throwing out all cares and simply living for the moment. It, it, it's not a recipe for being passive and doing nothing, not at all. Mindfulness is just about the simple act of just concentrating in the here and the now and recognizing there is a course, there is a path, there is a future, but not fixating on any of those. Just be in the now. And even if you're not a practicing Buddhist, using some aspects of Buddhism can relieve so many symptoms of our mental health issues and concerns and gently walk people through healing by paying attention, a.k.a. being mindful, and walking a path that allows us to let go of suffering and move forward in a path where we live our life with less suffering. Thanks for listening. As I always say, my name is Tyler Woods. Be safe and walk in peace.